0: everybody in that moment become extremely uh, wealthy. So when I was like, I think 20 years old, I was incredibly rich because uh, Soviet artists, whoever was considered to be informal or underground Soviet artists, uh, they were called avant-garde. That does have anything to do with avant-garde, <laughs> but still. And so like foreigners and also um, uh, Soviet Jews who were leaving uh, Soviet Union and immigrated, they were searching for a place to invest. And so they would buy this artwork that they didn't understand anything about. <laughs> and yeah, and it was an identity of being a Soviet artist who was rewarded for, in a way, falling Apart Soviet Union, so very reaction, reactionary role. Yeah. So and I just uh, like yeah, me and my husband at the time, um, Sasha Rudakov, we um, we wanted to to immigrate in a place where we kind of stopped being Soviet artists because it looks very folk <laughs> kind of identity. Mm-hmm. So we immigrated um, first to Poland and then to Israel. So I lived four and a half years in Israel. Uh, yeah, and in Israel I was kind of become quite quite famous in that time because they, so one million people came to the country of couple millions mm-hmm. uh, very like in period of two years, uh, and they need somebody to who speak Hebrew, who looks Israeli, young, blah blah. So I was like always on TV, um, but that was a very short period and then I immigrated to from Israel. I got a grant to go to Paris and from Paris I come back to Russia and then I went to New York. So that's kind of like a long trip and every way and every stop on the way. It, uh, yeah, you, you, I, I was always in the immigrant communities. Uh, even in Russia, when I come back to Russia, it was very different country. Uh, I, I felt like, okay, I don't know this place. I just speak the language without accent that's the only advantage you mean the 90s russia right yeah 1995 yeah. when i left in 1989 six years like change everything uh, so it was this wild capitalism people were killed uh, like all this all my friends who academics were really starving yeah it was kind of wild times uh, but again, I become the part of this community of expats, because that's moment uh, some of my friends from Israel and from US started to come back to Russia for opportunities, um, right? <laughs> yeah, for opportunities, also yeah, for opportunities, but also many uh, people uh, kind of was disappointed uh, with uh, whatever dream they tried to achieve in immigration, you mean, right? Yeah, in immigration, they kind of didn't find it. And then they come back. I actually wanted to was curious because you said that when you you know because you're an artist and you were sort of associated with sort of the kind of I don't know the the, the avant garde or the dissident kind of so so people would who would buy your paintings so you would paint um, you were a painter um, in the eighties and and then who would buy those paintings I'm just curious yeah yeah it's interesting so I was a painter and uh, there, it was a two types of buyers so one um, actually. Was a lot of galleries, Western galleries, because they would resell it to the Westerns who was hungry to to see anything that come out of Soviet Union, because it was forbidden and closed, so uh-huh. they didn't have a chance. It was exotic, basically. Of course, mm. yes. And also, I think they celebrate the victory, the Westerns, yeah, because a lot of the Soviet art was pretty dumb. Uh, it was very, you know, oh, like we paint something with the Soviet symbolics and stuff. I didn't do that, but. Many people did. So that was one type of buyers. And with that virus, we had an amazing trip. Me and my husband at the time, we got a contract to go live in Gdansk Danzig for almost a year, lived there, we were really young. And we had a contract with the, some farcowski who yeah. who just uh, uh, understood that it's very complicated and expensive to export Pieces of art, wow. and instead he started to export the arches. Wow! So he Brilliant. rented us the house <laughs> in Danzig that was on the uh, border of Germany, uh, and it was very cheap to live because um, that was a time when Poland was going through perestroika, so they had an inflation of I know 500 percent, and so. Everything we would draw there already was sold. (laughs) So he just let's tell us, okay, draw as much as you want. And uh, we would just you know, just going crazy, and he just gave us so much money for that, but, but it was a lot for us, not a lot for him. And we were very young, so we immediately made friends with the local students from uh, Danzig Academy of Arts. so we were, like, really having the parties and, <laughs> uh, and living like that for, like, almost, wow. like, I think, eight or nine months. But then we figured out, okay, that's something strange going on. And that's from, from Poland, we come back to Leningrad for two weeks and then we immigrated to Israel because we just decided we don't want to be part of this uh, stream of shit that is coming from Soviet Union to.